When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. As a British wrestling movie gets nominated for a New York Film Award, we chat to the man behind it, pro wrestler Charles Crowley. That's in just a moment. Plus, a major AEW star suffers an injury on Dynamite, and a Hall of Famer has responded to a snub from WWE. For Thursday, February the 11th, 2021, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. We're done. We're wrapped on your cordially invited. I'm covered in blood. I'm exhausted. But I'm super, super grateful of every single person that has given their time to be a part of this. I'm honestly, I'm just, I'm just at a time when we've gone through 2020 of all years. So many people have gone through so many things, so many way worse than what I've gone through. But we have all been stripped, especially of what we love. We're not able to wrestle, so... It was just a matter of what can we do. Even if you don't like it, it's not your thing, or you do like it, but you, you, you've got some wrestling content to watch that's super unique, then that's, I've won. And I think that's awesome. So, I hope you liked it. And, yes. Welcome to the show. I have gathered you all here because you are some of the very best British wrestling has to offer. And I know what you want. You want to wrestle. So badly. So very badly. And what I want is to put on a show. So, this is your chance. This is your chance to let off some steam, to get your hands dirty, to fight! The rules are simple. Last wrestler standing enters 2021 a winner. Invited is a short movie that was released on New Year's Eve last year. It tells the story of a group of British wrestlers who, after spending 2020 on the sidelines, gather at an undisclosed location to fight to the death. It stars some big names from the UK wrestling circuit. Ring of Honor's Session Moth Martinez in there. Progress champion Cara Noir. Former Defiant stars like Visage and Kanji in there, among many other names. I am joined this morning by the mind 
behind the whole thing, pro wrestler, actor, writer, director, Charles Crowley. Charles, 2020 was a binfire. So on behalf of all of wrestling, thank you for ending it on such a high with you are cordially invited. I'm so, so glad. I feel like it had to happen in 2020 because everyone was so, had gone through so much hell um, and we're still going through so much hell. And everyone was saying, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to end. And I kind of thought, I just really want to do this. And I want it to happen at the end of 2020. So we have something else to remember in 2020. We don't just remember 2020 for complete negativity, you know? You have a bit of a theatre background, don't you? I, I studied drama at University of Lincoln. Um, and then from then I've been an actor for... Well, ever since. So what's that, uh, 2013? Um, and I got, you know, finished my degree, got a dodgy headshot, dodgy showreel, dodgy CV, pulled it all together, student films, all that, and then just clawed my way and got more and more experience. And I went straight into touring theatre, um, did theatre for a while, then did more film, did short films, then got some feature films, got some leads in feature films, got into some TV work. Um, <clears throat> so I've worked across loads of different medias, and then it just got to a point where I thought, you know what, in between auditions, because obviously they come around once in a blue moon, and then you actually get the job once in a blue moon. Um, I thought, how can I make my own opportunities? So I started writing and making my own films. I made short films, recently made a feature film that's now out worldwide called Drive Me to the End, which is I'm really proud of. Um, so yeah, and I kind of had that. So during lockdown, and, um, well, in between lockdowns and all that kind of thing in 2020, yeah, I just kind of thought to myself, what, what could I do? And, and actually, then I thought maybe I could do something that, especially the independent scene in, and British wrestling in general, hasn't seen before to this, to this level of production quality, hopefully. Where does, um, where does professional wrestling come in to your ambitions and, and your drive to become an actor as well? Where, when did the love of wrestling start? Um, well, the love of wrestling started. What year was Edge v Undertaker WrestleMania? Um, oh gosh, 30... um, was that WrestleMania twenty seven? Possibly twenty seven. So but we're talking uh, about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, I was watching wrestling before then, but I remember that 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 match really like hooked me and um and i just kept watching it and i kept thinking to myself because i saw it very much as like um entertainment I, di I didn't see the technical side as much as i saw the story side so i was like i reckon i can do this like and i just the more and more i thought about it the more i just thought no i, I really think i could do this and also it looks it looks really fun and it's uh, it's theater mixed with this like athleticism and I was like that's awesome um and I love theater and I felt quite comfortable with theater as well so um yeah I just kind of uh, went to a session one day and I kind of as everyone says and it's true you get hooked because it's so unique um and so weirdly satisfying um and obviously then you realize that it's really really hard and there's so many layers and there's a storytelling in it that I hadn't even seen uh, as a as a viewer um and so you kind of get obsessed with um, mastering that art form as well and telling a story via that way. So, um, yeah, and then wrestling's just kind of been that kind of, that live theatre aspect of acting. I'm going to kill you. Oh, no, if I kill you first. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh! 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 Oh!
I know how I'm going to bring this together. Oh, bringing it together was quite hard because um, <laughs> it was just me. Uh, you know, I brought I brought people on that were incredibly helpful, and I couldn't have done it without them. But you know, these things start with just you, and if you don't push forward, nothing happens. Um, but yeah, I kind of had a think to myself, and I thought, what can anyone do? Like, how long is it going to be until wrestling comes back? There was a tweet that someone posted that said something like, "When wrestling comes back in 2021." there'll be no stars anymore because, you know, for whatever reason, a lot of people have left and it's kind of like, and it's, it's, it's a good thing that a lot of them have left. We had this great cleanse. Um, but within that, that means people, are, this, this person was quite concerned that there was no stars left, no draws. And I was like, Whoa, hold on a minute. Like I, I, I get where you're coming from because people have been established and now they're gone. But now they're, there's there's loads of people man i could think of the top of my head so many unique talented interesting and most importantly good people like good you know this is a huge huge key now is that you know you want to make sure all these people are actual decent people and that's one of the best things to happen from 2020 even though it's a hard thing to go through because we have got to acknowledge that and i thought wow i can think of so many people and so i was like right how, how can i show that in my own way um and yeah i kind of thought well, what can i do Filming's legal. That's a start, but it'll. St I've got to make sure it's safe. So I did loads of research, got loads of paperwork, and I was like, okay, I think I can. I think I can do this. Um, and then it was a matter of convincing wrestlers to come along and and try and get across what I genuinely think I could do because no one's going to have been a part of something like this. People have been a part of maybe cinematic matches or filming stuff, but not like this. And, and who, and who am I? Like, they know me, some of them know me quite well, but they don't know what I'm capable of in this respect. So it was hard to convince people. It wasn't hard to convince people to come. It was hard to convince people that it was going to be as good as it, it ended up being. Um, and I thought to myself, yeah, I'm going to make something that allows wrestling fans to see their favorites, see their faces pop up and, and, and have that reminder of, Oh, I forgot they're there. Oh no, it's Gene money. And all this kind of stuff. Like, you know, those moments give that pop. Um, I didn't need a complex story. I just thought, you know what? Let's, let's say it as it is. Charles Crowley is getting people together that, that some of the best that British wrestling has to offer. And, you know, to remind people just a shred of who we have, I, I had to pick a smaller amount because of COVID. Um, there was loads more. Um, so yeah, and I kind of thought, let's do this and let's make it chaotic. Let's add my humor into it. Let's not make it, let's, let's make it really unique and a, a little story to follow as well. You know, the story is, um, last wrestler standing wins goes into 2020 as a winner and everyone goes into 2020 as a winner. That's the thing. Like this guy's saying hashtag Brit rest is dead. Everyone's saying Brit rest is dead. It's a classic, classic saying. And that fine. Okay. If you think Brit rest is dead, I'm going to show you Brit rest is dead. I'm going to put the nail in the coffin and do it in my way. And in doing so show you how creative and talented these people are and how unique every single person within this that I picked is so unique and they stand out on their own. And when they're all together in that shot, Oh, it gives me chills. Just thinking about it. I've just been uh, drinking my body weight and beer every day, lads, <laughs> you know, no, but, uh, really, I um, have drank so much beer, I feel like I'm turning into it. My tears taste like beer. Taste it! Oh, delicious! Right? You funded a lot of this, but you also did some crowdfunding, didn't you? I did, because I thought to myself, 
there's also some justification in that in that like look if you all would like to see something like this i didn't give much information either i was like just anything and, I, and, and this is what i'd like to try and give you would you like this and, and if, if you want to see it then I'll, I'll i can do it on this budget which i think at the time was like i don't know 850 um i ended up getting 1200 from um fans and supporters which was amazing and i was like yes and then i had a moment where i was like huh this isn't actually uh, enough <laughs> because like in, in the real world, that's a decent amount of money, but in film world, you know, co covering all those costs, it's just not enough. So I ended up matching what I got in from fans because I was commit. I wanted to do this anyway, but the fans um, donating kind of made me think they want to see it. I knew they did. I, I was so sure about it and that confirmed it. So together it allowed, me to actually make the thing. Right, okay guys, I know we're in the thick of it right now, but I just brought some snacks, just in case anyone gets a little bit peckish. Is there a moment from the production that stands out to you as something that made you smile? It, it started off and I and I was doing, I was get, have to do scenes in a certain order because of daylight and and who was there and how we had small, had to keep less people in a room to start off and didn't need to mix people. So I had to kind of do it quite specifically. And it was kind of edging towards halfway through the day until people could actually do some wrestling and have some like contact. So there was two moments in this that made me smile. The first one is this is the brawl. This is the first brawl. And, you know, Elijah's in the middle, the, the protagonist, the one we're following. And one side roars, the other side roars, and everyone's in this room. It feels epic. And I said, just everyone, I just want you to fire up. Look, Elijah, look over there. You guys fire up. Elijah, look over there. Fire up, fire up, charge, Elijah, clock, all this kind of stuff. And that happened. It was so far. I was, I was fired up watching. I was I, like, if there's a behind the scenes video, you can see it. And you can see both these great moments within it that made me smile because it was so loud and so wild. And I'd never been a part of anything like that in film that's been that chaotic to, and I'm, I'm like, ah, how do I control all of this? And I didn't want to, I, want, I let it go on for a while because we got so much great stuff from it. Wrestling's live. So I wanted to get a lot of stuff in one shot and we got it and it was epic. It's one of my favorite, favorite moments. It's so awesome. And that's what I wanted to get to give to fans because they hadn't seen that in ages. They hadn't seen that. And you're not going to see that in, in that way either. So that was an amazing positive moment. Then, then during that, during this chaos, there was this massive crash. And I was like, oh no, what's broken? And I just, again, in the behind the scenes, you can see I just crumble and I look at the ground because I'm like, no. <laughs> um, and then I shout cut and Big T is under a table and covered in pretzels. <laughs> and everyone, everyone just stops and turns and we're like, just confused. We're like, what? <laughs> What? how like he was covered in pretzels covered in kit so he went over checked he was all right he was like yeah i'm all right i'm just worried about the kit and i was like how did this happen and we watched it he's literally just chasing session moth martina he goes off camera for a split second this guy is obviously so huge and so tall and then the camera comes back i'm saying it's a split second he's standing and then he's not and he's covered <laughs> in so much stuff it was like the funniest thing and he was so awesome about it 
because uh, again, he's such a pleasure on set, such a nice guy to have there. And um, that was amazing. So there are my two standout moments easily. Did the, re- did the reaction when the video dropped, did it take you back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. So I was expecting, and this isn't like taking a dig at fans or anything. I was expecting a lot of negativity because it, you're putting something out into a negative place. Like people are negative and, and people are upset and, and rightfully so, so much had happened. So the whole point of this was to kind of chip away at that. So I was hoping that enough people would be like, oh, this is awesome. You can tell that the effort's gone into this and thanks for doing something a little bit unique or something like that. But I was also expecting people to, to pick it apart and I was ready for it. And that's fine because again, it's film as well. It's art. You, you, you're going to get uh, criticism, but like I knew it wouldn't be easy but I thought it would definitely help, especially when promotions come back. If we can chip away at the negativity, then it's a better place to put things out into and people are going to be more receptive. Um, so when I put that out and the response was like insanely positive, like honestly, even if you can even call them that, the comments of negativity, they were so not even that negative. They were like, we still appreciate this. Like, and I think there was one or two I saw. And like those that didn't like it, that's absolutely fine. Again, it's art. There'll be people that didn't like it, but they didn't actually shout out or moan about it or anything. They just quietly kept to themselves because it's not, you're not going to please everybody. But the majority and so many people, they loved it. And I, I was watching it live with it, with, you know, Every, a lot of other people on I was I had it on YouTube and I was watching the comments pop up during it and I honestly I was so nervous because up until that that day I uploaded four versions because I wanted I kept making little tweaks it takes so long to upload I was freaking out um because I care so much about what I put out because it's going to be there forever um and I was watching the YouTube comments and I think it said like uh about I don't know a minute in, you know, Elijah's looking at this monkey outside a tent in the middle of nowhere. And there's a comment from someone on YouTube just saying, I don't know what's going on, but I already fucking love this. <laughs> and I was, I was like, this is, that's amazing. I'm so happy. And like, I was getting messages during it and watching the YouTube comments and then people like genuinely popping for the surprises. Cause obviously wrestling, a huge part of it is like the moments that you don't expect. Um, so yeah, the, the reaction was amazing and I couldn't be happy. And I'm so glad people enjoyed it. That's the main thing. And uh, there has been some rumblings from a, from, a film, from a film festival in New York. We have to give this a little nod, don't we? We have to mention this because this was, this is, this is ace. So what's this all about? Yeah, honestly, I just think that's so funny because like, as a, <laughs> as a film, obviously I was always aware that like, I'm putting my own money into this and it goes on my record as something I've written and directed and produced. Um, and I, I'm very proud of that, but I, it was very targeted for wrestling fans, um, especially British wrestling fans. Um, I thought it would appeal to people outside cause it is more uh, of a, a commercial appeal than maybe some hardcore indie matches. Cause people, you know, that don't know much about wrestling, they know Hulk Hogan and all this kind of stuff. And it's all these big, large, dramatic showcase kind of vibe so i thought you know what people outside will enjoy it but again a lot of people might not even know the people involved so that was an, again a, a big point of the film is like trying to introduce these characters even if you do know them get their stuff across get who they are across and clearly 
we did that well enough because this film festival in New York, uh, it gets official selection in there. They take it in amongst all these other films where, you know, it's, there's all these different topics that relate to the, the population. <laughs> um, and then there's your cordially invited. Is a bunch of they're like, what on earth is going? I can't, I cannot fathom from someone that has no idea how it's perceived. Like, like okay, so this guy's, this creepy guy has pulled all these random people in leotards around and and tights and all this, and they're just gonna fight and fight in a very unique way as well. Like, and then. You know, it's wild. And then, yeah, not only did it get official selection, but it, it made it in... I got, like, an email. It's like, oh, it's made it into the semifinals of best film category. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got an email two days later. So, oh, no, it's made it into the finals. Uh, it's in the finals for the category of best film. So, and which is wild because you'd never expect it to win best film because, the the, the you know, the character development isn't as necessary because the fans know these people. So mm. it's just enough to allow it to be clear. Whereas like a film festival, they're probably going to want to know a bit more about all these people and, and what's going on rather than just this crazy event, but they loved it. And, and it got all that way and they, they appreciated it for what it is probably very confused and scratching their head during it, but they probably left thinking, you know what? I enjoyed that. And I don't know why. And if that brings more eyes into wrestling, whew, then that's a win. Does it inspire you to do something like that again? Oh, here we go. So, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you, Tom. Got to know about a sequel. I tell you what, the moment I finished it, I was, I was like at home and I was so exhausted, like mentally as well, because it was like three months of work um, in total. And I was like constantly like working with my um, sound editor and oh, it was so stressful. Um, it worth it. But I tell you what, you know, obviously money was spent and I put it out for free on purpose so everyone could have access to it. Um, and that was absolutely worth it. And I stand by it, but I'm putting money out and I'm expending a lot of mental strain and all this so i was exhausted in that moment i was like i don't know if i can do that again but i tell you what regardless i've made that and it's it came at a really hard time for people and if that's uh, a one and done then i'm proud of that but <laughs> as as time goes on you know i my I, the the artist in me is uh <laughs> the cogs are turning all the time and i think cool i've got a great idea of how I could do another one. And it's just a matter of if I could, if the funds were there to do so, like, you know, obviously I'd put the feelers out at some point and see if people were interested and anyone was interesting, interested in donating to this to make another one happen. And maybe we can make a bit more of it. Maybe we can. Yeah. I don't know that there's a lot of things to consider, but would I love, love to do another one and, and do and make it even more unique and, and step, step up my game, then absolutely yes. I knew it! I'm turning into big If people haven't seen it yet, how can they see it? You can see it by going onto the website, www.youarecordiallyinvited.co.uk. Um, and it's also on Charles Crowley YouTube account. But if you go onto the website, there's the film there. And if you scroll down, there's the behind the scenes once you finish watching it. So the full experience is on the website, isn't it, really? The full experience is on the website, yeah. 
Uh, I speak on behalf of British wrestling after an awful 2020 uh, on birth to yourself, everybody that came together and you for writing and, and putting that whole thing together. Uh, a massive thank you because it, it sounds like hyperbole to say it, but I think you've gone a long, long way in, in, in restoring greatness to British wrestling. Once again, after an awful year, like that was what we needed. It was, it was cathartic. It was exciting. And it gets us ready for 2021, whatever this year brings. So on behalf of British wrestling, sir, thank you for you are cordially invited. I'm, I'm so honestly that that's the best thing I could possibly hear. That's, that's honestly the best thing I could possibly hear from doing all of that. It makes it all worth it. So thank you so much. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Taking a look around the wrestling world this morning, Cody Rhodes suffering an injury on AEW Dynamite last night. He was in a tag match with Lee Johnson facing Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. And it looks as if, according to the medical experts at AEW, that Cody Rhodes suffered a slight tear of his left rotator cuff during his tag match. Now, according to them, his current status is TBD. Of course, he is part of a big tag match where he will team Red Velvet to take on Shaquille O'Neal and Jade Cargill on the 3rd of March. Hopefully, all will be well for that one. On the latest uh, Wham! Wednesday on the WWE's Twitter account, they asked people who did the best spinebuster, and there were photos of many wrestlers doing the spinebuster. Drew McIntyre, Robert Roode, The Rock, Apollo Crews, Mercedes Martinez... Ron Simmons, Batista, Triple H, Arn Anderson, the master of the Spinebuster, was not included in that list. Anderson responded to this snub by the WWE poll, tweeting, Huh, seems like someone's missing. A lot of people have agreed with him, including WWE star Xavier Woods, who tweeted, I know it's all personal preference, but I think I land on the Simmons slash Anderson for this one. 
Obviously, Arn Anderson's AEW, which is why they didn't mention him. But if you're going to do a list of spinebusters and for whatever reason not mention Arn Anderson, maybe, maybe just don't do a list on spinebusters. That's the easy way around that, isn't it? Update on the AEW Women's Eliminator Tournament. The Japanese brackets are getting started on Monday. You'll be able to watch it at 7 p.m. Eastern on AEW's YouTube channel. Yuka Sakazaki uh, facing Mia Suruga. We'll see Venny taking on Imi Sakura. Uh, Aja Kong in action against Rin Kadokura. And Ryo Mizunami taking on Jim Cornette's favorite wrestler, Maki Ito. So there's been some wonderful back and forth Ito and Jim Cornette. After Jim Cornette made some comments about uh, Maki Ito online, she responded in kind. She's good like that. 7 o'clock Eastern, you'll get to watch those matches go down on the YouTube channel for AEW. MLW Fusion last night. World middleweight champion Leah Rush became a double champion. He won the AAA World Cruiserweight title. He is the first interpromotional double champion in the history of wrestling. A AAA and MLW are in discussions to do more stuff together. One of those things may even be a Rush Laredo Kid 2, which could be happening very, very soon. Christian was on the bump talking about all sorts of things in terms of when we'll see him back. There is a lot of speculation that he will now take on a part-time schedule with WWE. He has said, no decisions have been made. I'm not sure at this point. We'll just take it day by day at this point, which would normally mean he'll probably turn up on, on Raw on Monday, no doubt. The Dusty Cup Finals are set for NXT Vengeance Day. In the men's tournament, it will be MSK facing the grizzled young veterans. And in the women's tournament, it'll be Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai facing Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Also for Vengeance Day on Sunday, Johnny Gargano defends the North American Championship against Kushida. Io Shirai will defend the women's title against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. And Finn Balor will face Pete Dunne with the NXT Championship hanging in the balance. We'll do full predictions for Vengeance Day on the YouTube channel and you'll have live reactions on our Cultaholic YouTube channel on Sunday as well. Plus what happened at and Vengeance Day graded. Impact Wrestling have themselves a brand new show coming soon. Behind the Impact is going to air on Tuesday nights from 7pm. Josh Matthews says it will feature in-depth previews of the biggest matches, exclusive interviews with Impact Wrestling stars and behind-the-scenes access that you won't see anywhere else as well as an exclusive match each week. Scott Demore says before the Impact will be Impact Wrestling's version of a pre-game show. Fans have been asking for more Impact action on Axis TV. We are excited to debut a new show and a brand new format as well. And some little jibes, some, some loving jibes in the Nemeth household this morning. So the brother of Dolph Ziggler, Ryan Nemeth, was on Dynamite last night. Only the second time he's ever appeared on Dynamite in a loss to Pack. Uh, big love uh, between the brothers as Dolph Ziggler was sharing photos on Twitter of his brother in screaming pain whilst locked in a submission move from Pack. Good, wholesome, brotherly banter. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel today, NXT graded and AEW Dynamite graded with myself and Jack, respectively. On the Cultaholic Twitch stream, Sam Driver is back playing some Yakuza from 6 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. I love, I love Yakuza. I especially love watching Sam play Yakuza. 
I think that adds to it for me. On the Cultaholic podcast feed, a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps dropped yesterday, featuring one of the stars of Your Cordially Invited, which you heard about at the start of the podcast today, Gene Money not only talks about Cordially Invited, but discusses uh, his journey through British wrestling, building a wrestling brand, and the state of the industry going into 2021. And he also talks about who'd win in a fight between his dog and his cat. So whether you're a dog or a cat person, you may be deeply offended by the podcast this morning. Go check that out and see how offended you get. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from.